0: It's Jasmine. And it's Val. And welcome to Soul Sense, where we are sharing our two cents on healing, creativity, and being human. Shortly after recording this episode, Jasmine and I actually decided to change the name of the podcast. So let's try that again. Hi, we are Valerie and Jasmine, and welcome to Living Nuanced. Woo!
1: Welcome to our very, very first episode. We are going to be talking about none other than us. It is not (laughs) narcissism. It is just, who are we? fair question.
0: I don't know, Jasmine, what if I am a little bit of a narcissist? We'll get into that.
1: Welcome (laughs) to TikTok. (laughs) TikTok life.
0: Why don't we talk a little bit about who we are and why we're doing this?
1: Yes. I think one of the things we wanted to start out with was why are we even doing this podcast? I think there's so many podcasts in the world. There's so many podcasts about healing and creativity and growth and all this stuff. What makes us go into it? So I'm curious for you if you want to share it to the world why did you want to start this with me?
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> as you know, uh, 2022 was rough for me. I feel like I also kind of want to provide this context uh, that you and I have been friends since we were in college. We, we met as co-workers working at the Women's Center, and we were pretty good friends. Um, However, in the year 2021, I kind of went ghost and we didn't talk for a really long time. Um, And at the beginning of 2022, I went through a really, really, really bad breakup and it kind of made me reevaluate like everything in my life. And I missed you. And I realized that I hadn't been that great of a friend to you or really anybody. I feel like I was just so... um, I had, I had a lot of shit going on. I had a lot of shit going on. And I just like was failing in all of my relationships. Um, so that's some kind of history between us. Right. So I kind of reconnected with you around May or April, I think it was April of 2022. And upon reconnecting with you, I felt like everything just like we picked up right where we left off. Like everything was like yeah. Like, 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 yeah, like it was a synergy. Like but I felt like, like we reconnected exactly at the, the time that we needed to. You've always really, you've always, because you're, you know, a couple of years older than me, you've always um, been a few steps ahead of me, but it feels like our lives are always kind of on similar tracks. Yeah. So I um, really went through a growth journey and a healing journey. I mean, a healing journey that's lifelong, but like, I think it really started. I had the intention to start it in 2022 when my whole life like went to ship um so that was really like the year full of like growth and healing for me and uh I wanted to kind of come back to this podcast project to not only share space with you you know a friend that I feel I connect with on like a really like emotional intellectual spiritual level um but I wanted a chance to reach and connect with people who are like us you know and who are also vested in their development as artists and people
1: it's very easy for you to say that because I I didn't even expect you to kind of unpack our friendship and it's right in the first take but I it I almost forgot that was like part of our era because this is where we are now and we've just always been very transparent and vulnerable like part of our connection has always just been hyper vulnerability <laughs> and it's really sweet for you to say that even right now like I, I that's why I love you and that's why we have this friendship is we can be so apparent and transparent apparent transparent and have that level of deepness that most people don't get and we just both happen to be creative we both happen to have ambition in a way that you don't always to find these different ingredients in people you don't always find that um I want to do with somebody but to find that kind of rhythm with someone and to trust building a podcast with someone it it takes a certain kind of trust you know
0: yeah I guess kind of just jumping off of like (laughs) what you said I felt like it was important to throw in the history of our relationship because I think it's a big part of like how we ended up on this journey of starting a podcast together. You know, it's that we just innately are very introspective people. And then when we, when we, you put us together and we're both like that, like every time we hang out, it's like a damn four hour podcast, you know, so (laughs) might as well hit record.
1: Yeah. We go through like three, three, four large topics. Easily. exactly
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but I think that's pretty much a big reason like I've always loved having deep talks I and mean, you're someone I always do it with it it makes sense for me to want to do a podcast with you specifically but I think especially now that the timing of us doing this now is I think when we last did it it was more just to kind of dip our feet in it so we really want to commit or not but we both were at a point in our lives we wanted different things and I I worked a good job where I saved a lot of a lot of money, moved to Chicago, let myself not work for six months to really just stall life for a second and really take the time to reflect about what I truly, truly want to do. I think I know I want to be, but to, what, what I want to do is a different yeah. catastrophe in my mind in terms of making that decision. So I think through all that reflecting these past months, it kind of gave me clarity about, oh, you know. Really, my deepest level, what I'd love to do is, is meaningful conversations, is sharing wisdom, is talking about deep intellectual things. So, this is the perfect creative element to add to it. Or, I can, I, this is the perfect thing for me to have creativity, have wisdom, share with someone I love, and put all together. It's yeah. a hard question for me to answer, but I'm still processing what all this is for me.
0: I think both of us know what we want, we're figuring out how to get there. Yes, it's Mm -hmm. the
1: concrete pieces to the inner knowing that we have. So with that, I think another thing that brings us together a lot is our creative element to it. What made us also want to do this together, together is we both are very creative people. We both have different forms of art. I do street dance on the side mainly. You have acting directing, producing, singing, all this stuff. So I'm curious for you, what does being creative mean to you and your growth journey?
0: Um, I actually had a voice lesson yesterday where I was unpacking this for myself, you know? Um, and I realized that, you know, my craft, I think really, I struggle to claim these labels because I do feel like I'm developing my self-esteem still and like the confidence to be able to claim like, I'm an actor i'm a singer i'm a songwriter like to be able to say that sometimes i get shy because i don't want people like i want to claim those titles and then people are like oh yeah sure like you're not even a good one you know <laughs> and it's, like
1: it's a huge shift to go from i dance i sing i act to i'm an actor i'm a singer you know that jump
0: yeah it's about like assuming an identity um And so kind of these identities that I'm really, I think, becoming empowered to fully step into, they always challenge me as a person, because they really force me out of my comfort zone, you know, and especially being like an actor and a singer, my body is my instrument, you know, and like, trauma lives in our body, our feelings live in our body. Um, Like so much of what being human is, is like a sensory experience you know so when when my craft when my art is so connected to my body it means and my job as an artist is to emote then it means that I cannot run from my feelings from my past from all of these things so it's like in the in the process of becoming a better actor a better writer a better singer like a better all of these things in an effort to really refine my craft in those things I'm also being forced to heal <laughs> you know so it, it, it's like a very like I I cry a lot when I'm like in a lesson um whether it's like voice like I mean I feel like I, I mean I was briefly like in an acting program like a BFA program um, and if there was like there's like memes and jokes about it like like me at 8 a.m. on like a Tuesday in acting class. And then it's like people like sobbing. Like that's really like what it is, you know? So my art is inextricably linked to my healing because it is through my pursuit to be a real artist and to express that, that I am like being forced to reckon with all of my bullshit baggage, you know? It's so interesting for you because it's so natural
1: for you to to feel and then emote and create based on what you feel. And I think we're both very intense feelers, but I, I think we're both intense feelers and analytical, but you have ability, I've noticed from getting to know you over these years, is to just create. And I think part of my journey with understanding creativity for myself is it's very hard for me to create. I'm very creative in an analytical sense, creative problem solving. How do I look at a room and understand shapes, sizes, colors? How do I feel? just feel I'm very good at feeling and expressing in my dance form but to create dance to create a song to create a scene any physical form of a thing that I want to express is so hard for me so that's kind of been my journey to really understand that that's that's not my strength right now is to I kind of looked up in the previous weeks the types of creativity because that's been a journey I've been on is trying to understand like processing am I creative and it's like looking at these articles like no I am creative I'm just not the classical form of creative creative in what you see in performing arts spaces and it takes a certain kind of spontaneity spontaneity with that kind of creativity that I just don't have in me and maybe not right now and that's a that's a thing to probably unpack with my upbringing and my childhood and how I view myself but in terms of skills and what I bring to the table like I am I am capable in my creativity. I just it's just in a different form or it's it's it can be served in a different kind of art form than just
0: dancing. You're very mutable. Very mutable? Yeah, like adaptable. Um your creativity is adaptable. And I don't know if mine always is. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, and that's that's my that's something I'm trying to build and develop. But yeah, you're right. Every single thing that you pursue, you revolutionize it a little bit or or you bring something different to the table. Like you I think you're an innovator, Jazz. That's what I think. I think that's really I how know. your creativity I, manifests.
1: That's what I struggle with because innovation is something about. I think in in the workspace, there's different kinds of people, and as a part of me that, can be an innovator. But part what comes with innovation is is an analytical spontaneity, which sounds kind of convoluted, but it's it's a those aha thoughts to to change what we know to to dramatically change the what is. Whereas people that are. A different kind of creative creativity where they enhance the already what we know. But let's just elevate it and morph it in a different way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm this and can be this, but this is more natural for me. The enhancing and then the innovating. I think that's part of my healing journey is to tap into that part of me. I think for me, it's I don't, what I'm trying to practice in, in me is is a discipline in practicing creativity, like spontaneity creativity, where it's just let me create versus analyze something. Let me just feel something out and create something. They say that in spontaneous creativity, like you need to sit in boredom, but it needs to be disciplined boredom where you carve out a time in your day to just be bored. And that in that boredom, that's when the spontaneous inspirations, innovations, ideas come out the flow comes out. And that's so hard for me.
0: I, yeah, just no, I, like... I also really, really struggle with like consistency and discipline. And um, it, yeah, no, that's also really, really hard yeah. for me. Um, and I also need to create kind of more sustainable structures for myself that facilitate a space for me to do all of those things and be creative more often. And if you wait for inspiration to strike, What happens when you have writer's block? What happens when you're like some type of outside circumstances affecting how creative you can be? Like, I think it's a skill and part Mm -hmm. of the craft to be able to like whip something out even when you're not feeling a hundred because that's just life. We're never like always going to feel a hundred, you know? So that's something that I'm really trying to cultivate for myself. Um, do yeah. you have anything else that you want to add about you know what being creative means to you and your growth journey?
1: I think it's it's been a, a lot of unpacking on a spiritual level. Creativity, people don't understand, is very spiritual, if you let it be. The deep where I got into street dance was really unpacking for me. This is a gift in my life that I, I organically got drawn to because it's there to really be a gift for me to, to face the inner critic in me all all the shame that I went through as a kid this thing is in your freaking face going "Ooh, are you feeling shy are you feeling vulnerable are you feeling scared are you good enough to enter the circle do you have something to add oh, to this space
0: girl I relate Can so hard to you create? right
1: now. <laughs> is your freestyle even good enough it are you impressing or just being like yep all these little yep, demons yep, yep. in me but it's every second you know, I think in other types of art forms that require this kind of spontaneous creativity and creative expression in the, the ask for it in that moment, is still a longer span. Like I feel like songwriting and singing is maybe freestyle sings different, but I should say songwriting. It, there's still a, diff, a larger timeline between this is what I'm creating and this is what I'm sharing. Freestyle is literally in the moment. <laughs> Whatever you think of, it can't be conscious. Everything almost there's a there's a trust you have to have with yourself to be subconscious. At you have all to times. enter
0: your flow state
1: on on call. It's a you different know, you, thing yeah. than than script writing or photography, and you know, like you have time and flow and and to to catch that flow. Freestyle is you gotta be in the flow in the moment, you know, and so it forces me to confront that most inner child part of me. All the time, repeatedly, like exposure therapy. Here's an inner critic. What do I want to experience in this moment? What can I control for myself in this moment? So it's that piece that's helping me heal that part of myself. And I think the other part that's been just, just the through line of since I started dance or just moving, creative movement in general, since I was a kid is, is really learning to embrace the full, like masculine and feminine parts of me. I have a lot of those parts in me, and I'm really lucky that I got to, I chose an art form that allows that full expression. I can go into whacking and be super feminine in your face and I can go into crump or lifey or hip hop. There's a little bit, there's still that bravado energy when you want to, but it's it's a little bit more quote unquote masculine than whacking. There's so many, I can go into any type of street dance style and be like, oh, this is what I'm feeling today. This is what I'm needing today. I need to feel tender today. I need to feel soft today. I need to feel, in control and in, in command of my life and my world and my expression it's allowed me to accept all parts of me in a way that I think a lot of adults spend their whole life trying to unpack it or don't even cognitively or subconsciously cognitively realize that they've been suppressing themselves their whole life so it's been a journey and I'm I'm grateful for it but It's it's like that constant in your face, like, let's confront your inner self all damn day as you're just casually dancing
0: yeah well i think for both of us our art forces us to confront a deeper version of ourselves um and everything you were saying you know i've well i took a street dance class like once in college every week was like a different style Um, um and we and so she would give us like a lecture on it and then we would have to um learn like 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 we'd have like dance classes on it and then at the very end of the course like part of it was like we had to be in a circle and we had to like freestyle. Like that was like, that was part of our final. I love we had, that. We had a choreographed final. And then we had like a final where it was like, everybody had to go in the middle of the circle freestyle and freestyle. And, and it was the like the, I shit you not Jasmine. It was the most horrifying thing I've ever done in my life. <gasps> I don't know how you do that all the time. Like major problems It still props shakes me
1: up. It, it shakes up veterans still.
0: Like I'd rather not get the units than like be this vulnerable especially because i'm i'm not a dancer like i it was it's not i don't want to say like like i do love to dance like i love to go out dancing with my friends but i'm not like a confident dancer (laughs) oh my god and that was like the scariest shit ever
1: it enables you to tap into your joy if you allow it to and tap into your deepest feeling and expression like it shakes you up to your Fucking core, and it's it literally reverts you to like a child again. Like that is the yeah. power of these dance circles and dancing in public with each other, and then for you to go in and do it and leave. And if you let yourself just be free and let go, you're like, wow, I moved. I don't know what the fuck I'm moving, but I moving. And when you leave it, there's like a kind adrenaline rush that comes with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the the bliss that we talk about. That, that we're so lucky to experience that level of joy and bliss that you can't, it's, it's just free from your body.
0: And you know, it's so funny that you start talking about bliss and joy being on the other side of fear. I'll have some things to kind of add to that later on in the episode. But I think to kind of just close off this segment, I think, um, Something that you were expressing that I really resonated with was, you know, coming to know myself deeper and having to confront my deeper self because my art forces me to forces me to explore kind of my emotional reservoir, because that is what I pull from to ultimately emote as an artist. And I can't hide from myself. I can't, I can't. If, if if I want to create more authentic, meaningful art, I cannot lie to myself. And that's actually something that being a songwriter has really, especially because I write from such a personal place, is really, you know, one of my mentors um, called me out on this. He's like, your song's like, it sounds like you're holding back. Like, like he, like this person who did, didn't even really know me like that, right? Like, on that, like the, the way that you know me, like our, our dynamic is different than like, oh, we're homies. Even this person who was like removed from me in that way could see and hear in what I was delivering that I was hiding from myself or holding back from myself. And like, it was corrupting the quality of my art. So I realized that in order to, I think, be the kind of artist that I wanted to be I had to be incredibly honest with myself and transparent and so then sometimes the shit that I would put on the page was messy and ugly but it was relatable because it was real and I think that's ultimately like what art does for my personal and spiritual development you know and I think we also had this conversation earlier right of like oh it's scary to like call myself a dancer instead of saying oh I dance you know it's like like So I kind of want to ask you, Jasmine, you know, how has your perspective on your identity, your craft, and just your overall journey as like a person, right? Like, how has it changed since you set the intention to really pursue this and pursue your call to be creative?
1: A lot. (laughs) Um, A lot has changed. I think my biggest hurdle that I was going through or processing is is accepting if I wanted to be a quote unquote content creator brand personality you know dancer whatever creative form and I think a lot of it is that I'm very intentional about how I move and I don't I don't ever want to add to the noise just for narcissism I'm I'm very particular about not adding to the noise and putting attention on me consistently at least. <laughs> To just to be me 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 you know and a lot about the culture that we have today is me 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 let's celebrate me all about me likes comments viewpoints sensational content trendy algorithm to cash the count like all these different things right that what what am I contributing. <laughs> to this ecosphere you know and there's a part of me that the inner critic in me and, and the, sh- the the part of me that wants to shame myself and, sh- and shrink myself goes what makes me qualified at my age and my life to tell and talk to the world about my experiences at this level and to do the dance of being a content creator or quote-unquote brand person or whatever this all surmounts to be in the coming years whatever right a, a part of me Wanted to add to the space and give to the space versus take from the space. I don't want to be in this ecosphere of of media and consecration just to take to take and, and feed my ego all day. There is a certain ego that comes with this space, right? We're talking about ourselves to to share ourselves and objectively need people to listen to our viewership to make this last, to make this sustainable financially, if that's our goal, right? So there is an ego to it. But past that point of ego, I don't want it to become narcissism and become about me, me,
0: me, please validate me all day and day.
1: It's, it's what can I do to give to this space? So I think yeah, it's,
0: it's, I think it's kind of what we were talking about the other day. It's about service.
1: Service. And so I think seeing from that angle and that part and also letting go of the inner critic, the, the fear of judgment, public judgment, fear of criticism, and of, of what the world is going to think of me doing this. You know, and accepting part of this journey is there is going to be a fuck ton of people going these bitches out here trying to make <laughs> be the next how to whatever the self help whatever you know they so young oh my god of course they would they're the generation trying to add be the next TikToky, whatever but the reality is this is our essence this is what's feasible in our means we love talking about wisdom <laughs> and yeah and and we love chat about in general. Huh. But we also love talking about meaningful things, about wisdom, and and to grow, not to just feed ourselves, but to really truly give that out. T- talk about healing and own the healing. There's a lot of people that talk about it but don't own it, and that's mm-hmm. an- another thing in, in this space that we're entering in podcast creating space in the media. A lot of talking and not walking the walk. And I really oh, want to walk. Girl.
0: I know I want so many people be out here with the so cane like we walking. Girl, girl, we're walking. I- I know, I'm and I think, I think especially Jasmine, what you're saying is so true, right? Like we have a desire to be of service, to give, you know, and this is what we want to give. And we are doing it in this, you know, platform because it's what's like within our means right now. I think the reason that you and I get along so well as friends, because I mean, I have other friends that are into like self-help stuff, but like you are actually about it. You actually- Apply the change into your life. You know, like I know so many people who read all these self help books are all into the podcast. They're like their TikTok feed is just like what was that? Therapist, 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 therapist. Wisdom. You know, it's like it's like they're like and and they're and they're like all into like poetry and healing and crystals and like manifestation and this that and the other. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, this. But it's like, okay, then why aren't you like it's the aesthetics of it all? But like they. Don't actually apply any of that change into their life. And like on an intellectual level, maybe they're like, I know this is like what I need to change, but they don't, they're not at a point yet where they actually take the leap and they change it. I think you are a very courageous person because there have been so many instances in your life where you evaluate the situation, you compare it to where you want to be. And then you're like, all right, I'm gonna do it. And then you you take the leap, you really love someone, but you're like, I need to put myself first. And I need to leave this relationship. Or you know, you crave stability. But you're like, I would rather be fulfilled and pursue a career that maybe makes me a little unstable for a while. But ultimately, I'll be happier for it. Oh, like my relationship with my family is this. And so how can I set boundaries to, you know, find peace with that reality. You know, it's like, you are just somebody that like, you fucking walk the walk, dude. And it, it is, it inspires me. like so much. And and I want to be more like that. And, and I feel like this year I, I I, I'm stepping into that. I feel like that's really, I also feel like I kind of walk the walk, but it's definitely takes me a little bit longer than it takes you. Um, I think it's that Scorpio moon of yours
1: um hey <laughs> learn my astrology y'all come to Val for expertise
0: <laughs> literally <laughs> I'll, I'll be do, I'll be dropping the the little astrology nuggets here and there yeah but I think everything you said kind of yeah. gave me some stuff to reflect on for myself as far as like my identity my craft because I've really been I'm in a transition phase myself right now talking about being about walk the walk right like I am trying to walk the walk in my life and and my career and take risks and see what I like what I don't like and also making peace with like my art maybe not being my career and maybe instead like you know or maybe not in the way that I always thought it would because when we're creative yep. children the only image we have a representation we have for like what it means to be an adult artist an adult creative is very like capitalistic Uh, ideas of like success you know it's like you're either an a-list celebrity or you're a failed actor you're either um you know dancing like like you're one of like the street dance legends or you're fucking nobody and it's like and and growing up is realizing that like there it's so much more nuanced than that and like you create your own ideas and definitions of success as an artist and you chase after those things and like that is what that's how i think my identity my craft has changed along my journey is that like I am accepting that maybe being an artist doesn't look the way I always thought it would in my adulthood and maybe the place that it has in my life isn't what I expected right like 10 year old Valerie would be like what the fuck what are you doing with your life (laughs) you know Um, (laughs) but you know 24 year old Valerie's like you know what bitch you're figuring it out and I'm proud of you for that you know so it's like I I think that's kind of how I've changed is you know I'm like making peace with a lot of of things changing and I'm learning to embrace that change and kind of just see where the fucking tide takes me like girl I don't I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm doing like I'm <laughs> yeah I'm I'm really trying to figure it out and I actually had a that's conversation struggle right there I literally I had a conversation with my dad like a week ago exactly and I was like you know I graduated college three years ago and I'm not anywhere near where I expected myself to be at this point you know and and i'm trying to give myself grace because i mean the fucking pandemic happened and that set me back a lot and i'm figuring okay, it out give yourself a
1: lot of grace for that because that rocked everybody's world you know? yeah, so, our adulthood post-grad literally was like
0: literally for a
1: hot two three years
0: literally, I mean, still so, is,
1: you know we don't know adulthood
0: without covid yeah
1: like and yeah. i mean like career post-grad adulthood like there there was no true comparison because we just got shoved into post-pandemic mode.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, like kind of the point I'm at in my journey right now and how things have changed for me compared to even two years ago when we first started trying to do this podcast is that like I'm embracing change with more grace than I think I ever have. Because listen, I got a Taurus moon. I don't fucking like change. Don't go changing up on me. Don't and my whole life, <laughs> my whole life lately is changing up on me. But I'm, I'm going with the flow. And like, oh my God, <laughs> I've never had to do that before. And I think I think it was holding me back as an artist that I didn't know how to go with the flow. And I was always trying to be controlling and like, ugh, and like that's not good um, for my mental health or my art. So I'm learning to release that. And like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my relationships. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with myself. I feel like I'm just barely beginning to get an idea of what the fuck I'm doing with my career, but I don't even know how I'm going to really get to where I want to be. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. All I know is that I'm going with the flow and I trust that what is meant for me will find me so long as I keep a steady rhythm and I stay on path and I seek it out and I I stay open to receiving, it'll come to me. And I'm not fucking fretting about that, you know? So I think that's all that I really have to yeah. say about all these questions, but- um, we can, like, I love that for yeah. you
1: because we're both structured people at its core, but also feelers and analytical <laughs> And so I know firsthand, like, and just witnessing you to, to, to watch you morph and accept flow a little more and be in the unknown and the unsteady. And I appreciate you saying about like, you know, me with courage, but that, that took the muscles. You just happened to meet me in my life where that, that muscle was already being practiced. But Lord, moving that tide earlier in my life was like, what is flow? How do you spell flow? you know it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <it's>
1: terrifying <laughs> fucking terrifying and part of it is like I think we're both such intense worry and mm-hmm. it's our life arc to let go of worry we want to control we want to be perfect we want to be impressive Gentlemen, I
0: made three different spreadsheets for my trip to Spain Three.
1: Girl, if you want to compare spreadsheets because I, I showed it off like a show and tell two friends <laughs> my multi tab spreadsheet of my trip around the states touche bitch touche no i mean i mean
0: you're you're probably a lot better at it than i am especially because you have like a history and like accounting and stuff but like i i think if i had to describe my personality i would be like like a crybaby spreadsheet <laughs> that like is that, such a term let's unpack that <laughs> like like i would be like as a person I am like a spreadsheet, but because I'm so like sensitive and emotional and like woo woo, you know, I'm also like, I'm also a little bit of like a cry baby, but that's like, I, I find empowerment in that because as a kid, I was like, everybody was like, never cry. So now as an adult, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm a very easily moved person and emotions kind of just flow through me like that. And if it fucking comes out as tears, like, okay, mm-hmm. that's not, uh, crying is not like innately a bad thing. We give it meaning. To be a bad thing, you know. So I'm like, I'm chilling when it comes to that. I'm not so crybaby is like me. That's like me reclaiming that. It's like so I'm a crybaby spreadsheet.
1: Okay, I was like, I was like, are you shaming yourself for making spreadsheets? Like, oh, no, 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 on? no, no, no,
0: no, 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 I that's hilarious. It's the opposite. I'm I'm releasing myself from spread. the shame of being so fucking emotional all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: so fascinating because you. I didn't know that your childhood was you can't cry so now you're allowing yourself to cry a lot I feel like I wasn't explicitly told not to cry it was just always dismissed as a kid for me so I was crying all the goddamn time as a kid childhood trauma separate childhood story
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) but um, I've learned in the in my adulthood to to have logic with it and rationale and know how to control when and where to do both things yeah no i definitely like place for both things and yeah both no, are needed, absolutely you know absolutely um, but i think also like another thing i was going to say earlier about like the warrior thing is i think a key thing about our perspective shift to even be doing this right now is the fact that we fundamentally have a certain self-belief in ourselves that i think we didn't have before like for us to both choose at least the type of archetype we are to choose this it took a journey to get here and I think it symbolically means a lot, whatever this amounts into. But for what it is for now, it's like just being proud of ourselves that we follow through. And we believe in ourselves enough and have enough self-worth in us to be doing this. Being an artist, is not easy. So...
0: Not at all. High five to you. High five to us, bitch. High five to us. For real. I promise that we're not all like deep, serious all the time. Like Jasmine and I are fucking goofballs like <laughs> like we break out into like british accents together all the time but jasmine's a lot <laughs> a lot better at it than i am a lot better i've been, I've
1: been doing that since i was 18 I was like
0: oh really but i suck I, i've been doing it since i was in middle school and i still suck um i just uh yeah and let me not even let me not even <laughs> so, Jasmine, Jasmine, let control. me ask you let me ask you what is your craziest 2022 memory or encounter yes
1: when we were drafting this script, we were both just struggling on what's crazy. i am like, 'cause like I'm like, we both we, we we're not crazy in the like woo, out here doing some wild shit at four a.m. La 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 la. It was just crazy party. I'm like, we're like wholesome crazy. Or like serendipity crazy. Finally, something juicy came out of
0: me. <laughs> I mean, I had we some juicy stuff out. to share. I just didn't want to, you know put True. all my business out in public
1: like that see I didn't have that this year mine was more like wholesome like wow my life is really here and I landed here this is amazing time to journal mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that so this is my juicy one I thought of here's a summary version uh met a whole bunch of people giving me a very chic pack mentality and they all just seem to have this 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 understanding with each other that I couldn't pick up on
0: mm-hmm.
1: invited me to go have dinner with them it's, it's a normal thing. Grab dinner after session. We're, we we sweat it. Okay. Here's our reward. We get there. We chit chat. They all loved me to death. Added me like collectively helping each other add me on Instagram. Once I gave one person my Instagram, they were like. By the time I was like, oh, who else wanted my Instagram? Oh, we already got it from Bob here. And I was like, oh, I've never had someone like collectively like teamwork to get my Instagram like that. That was crazy. So y'all like fast. Y'all are like loving me and fascinated by me. I sit at dinner. And I'm like, I don't remember anyone's fucking name. I scroll. I'm like, I pull out my Instagram. All right, y'all. I'm really going to shamelessly go down the line and go Instagram handle. Who is that? Because y'all have like Instagram handles that aren't your actual names. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. Who's that? This. Go down the list. I reach this person. Furry. Fascinating. Are you a furry? He's like, and then whoops. He's like, yeah. One person comes in. We're all furries here. And I'm like, this is, this makes sense now. I get it. You all know each other like, oh, you are all like a BFF friend group who comes together to things and do wholesome things together. It was like, I'm giving the shortcut version, but it was the most wild experience. It was most wholesome. But just like, how did I land here with the whole group of furries just street dancing in the corner and having dinner with y'all at a restaurant? But it was just, it was fascinating. It was fascinating.
0: Holy shit. That's, that's interesting. Um, I had an, I don't want to call it accidental, but I also had an encounter with furries in 2022. I made a spreadsheet of like, for my birthday of like everybody I was going to invite, uh, brainstorming places to go. There's this like bar in Long Beach that I know does like karaoke on Fridays. And they also have like a drag show. And I was like, okay, yeah, like that might be fun. So Mm -hmm. I do my research. I do my research. And then one of my friends is like Val that night. That they're doing karaoke, like that night that you want to do for your birthday. The first Fridays of every month is Furry Night at that bar. That's wholesome. I was like, I was like, I was like, stop it. I was like, th- I was like, be for real right now. And they're like, Val, we're being for real right now. Like it's Furry Night, and I was like, I was so, f- I was like, fuck. It's kind of like the only place that's doing karaoke that, like, you know, would be fun because they also have the drag show. Like I wanted, like <gasps> I was very set on like going there. Oh, I was really set on going there, and, and I. Ferris. So I was like disappointed because I was like, "Fuck!" But like, it would be weird, like me and my friends. Like, it was like a f- quite a bit of us. I was like pulling up, and it's like a fucking furry party, like you know. <laughs> um- <laughs> a quick,
1: quick fact check though: people think is highly sexual thing. It's not. It's not. It's well, that's an, it's just that I don't explain it well, but high level, it could be. It's a very. It could also be a very non-sexual companion safe space it's their version of creating safe space by altering yeah. physical or yeah. so, what they want to be so that's all I it walk really. in so it's so and
0: it's like realize. people have these like tail attachments to their pants some people are in like full-on furry suits there are a few people I right. take pictures with all of them and they're full-on furry suits people with like ears or like uh snout or whatever it is right like all like and and it's and I ended up having like it was truthfully like the best birthday I've ever had in my life and you're so right furries are like so misunderstood like I think everybody has this idea like in their heads that furries is like this like weird kink and like oh those freaks furries are the nicest fucking people let's start there okay they made sure that I had a fucking amazing birthday it was it was just a lot of fun like I I had so much fun with the furries and I would go to a furry convention (laughs) just like to for the experience because they're literally like such wholesome people like
1: literally this is more the story everyone fuck everything we said furries matter
0: furries (laughs) matter yes they do
1: wholesome Wholesome, furries are people
0: too what was your most unexpected lesson from 2022
1: realizing that i can't that i can never have true clarity and true success any kind of success in my career until i really tackle my self-worth and inner critic in me like it's to the point i realized to be six months of of being grateful not work was wow your brain spirals <laughs> when you're on your own. Like you, if you don't have an external thing to to, to give you the thing to give win approval and impress, like a, a boss, an employer, or or something, you you have such a hard time. You you overcalculate what is the next best step and what is a perfect thing, perfect next step that you almost don't make the step because you're so scared mm. of making the wrong move.
0: Yep. yep, so that yep. It's a part of me, belief mm, cycle, has mm-hmm. to let
1: go of just it's not gonna be perfect. It's just going to be a next step. But that acceptance of this is what I want for how terrifying it is. It might come. It might be the path of judgment. It might be the path of more inconvenience. It might be the path of lack of stability or clarity. But there's clarity in that. And and and, and know your own worth enough and believe in yourself enough to still walk through that path because yeah. it it is the most most North Star path for me.
0: Yes. Yep. And that was like,
1: <laughs>
0: do I? It's scary, but like I said, you're a brave ass bitch, so.
1: Thank you.
0: What about about you? My most unexpected lesson that I think I still need to implement into my life. I just, I learned this lesson at the end of December. And so like only a few weeks ago. um,
1: It's real. Is that fear?
0: Yeah, fear isn't real. I think I'm just learning that fear is so unproductive. Fear and shame are so unproductive. They're not fucking real. Like, what is it really materially? It's nothing. It, it, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like a, um, for me at least, um, a lot of my yeah. fear is rooted in shit that like doesn't even exist. Shit that hasn't even happened yet. It's mm. literally just not real. Like I am making shit up in my head right now. That, is making, me, that is making me scared. So I had, to, I'm beginning to apply this like mindset shift. And let's say like my worst fears do happen. I think there's a lesson in that. I have this mindset where like, I don't actually think things could go wrong because even in my pain and my suffering, I have learned some of the most profound lessons and I have come out such a more, I have come out of some really fucking awful situations, ultimately feeling like more of myself, more aligned. Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm not scared to lean into my pain. Yeah, so fear, fear isn't real. All of my feelings except my fear are valid. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I think what I'm hearing you say is your fear and shame is ultimately a mindset. There's a very yeah. real life component to it. Yeah. And there is necessary and productive moments for it. But beyond that baseline survival need of fear, sometimes fear is a good thing in the right context of I don't want to get eaten by a bear.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but how many how many times sure. are you in a situation where you're like Right. So I It's
1: yeah. I'm saying you know, shame is is a thing to help motivate or shift people's behaviors and attitudes. That's debatable if that's a moral thing or not. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, that yeah. is a productive, we're talking about productivity, not yeah, morality. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a thing to get people to shift and move. It's a lot of activism based mm-hmm. initiative. But beyond those baselines or beyond certain contexts, when you're talking about self-growth and, and, and self-security and identity and acceptance when it when we're talking about enlightenment it doesn't serve you well after a certain point point. and i think that's that's a thing that people get caught up on in humanity and that's that you're learning to unravel that part that the extra fear and shame that we don't need we just need a little 2% on an emergency handle in the back back seat yeah. that's it i don't need the, in, the, in the passenger seat just, just a little
0: well. yeah i'm really trying to release myself from shame it, it, i'm i'm fucking sick of being like in the shackles of fear and shame it's been 24 years like that. And I don't want to, I am I want to leave it behind. And I think that's the yeah. most unexpected lesson from 2022. Yeah. So I think that's a good segue though, into my intention for 2023, right? So like, that's the biggest lesson is like fear and shame, not even fucking real for me anymore. <laughs> I don't want them <laughs> to be at least. And I think uh, something that I've always been very scared of and I felt a lot of shame about was sticking to my boundaries and communicating my needs. And I, and you know, what? I'm really proud of myself because last week and just in general in all of my relationships I have been setting more boundaries and I have been communicating my needs like this is how I want to be loved this is how like these are my needs and if you can't meet them that's okay we can go our separate ways and I think that's my intention for 2023 is just to have that energy more
1: yeah I think for me it it's very self and career based it's it's consistency self-discipline I learned how much I struggle with that so I really want to hone in that better this year and i think patience in the process of my career and and believing in myself i think those four things if I focus on yeah. those four things you know all the other juicy words that comes with it and will they will into it you know it'll
0: fall into place yeah all right well thank you so much for chatting with me today jasmine yeah uh it's always a pleasure I always feel like i walk away from our yeah. conversations love you like- a little wiser
1: yes. i'm proud of you for all the good growth you have like i think we purposely kept our answers or we, we we chose to keep our answers to ourselves so we don't we can hear it truly on this on this episode and i think to hear it firsthand i was like oh we've talked about it but to hear it in, in the succinct way is for yeah. me it's, it's very sweet to see your growth and no likewise to and I'm just like, oh. yeah, you know, yeah.
0: So. Thank you so much for tuning into the first episode of Living Nuanced, where we share our thoughts on healing, creativity and being human. If you want to hear more from us, you can follow us at Living Nuanced on all social media platforms. And we release new episodes on the first and 15th of every month. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.